This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, the ladies are stepping up when it comes to this, fellas. You're going to lose your job at home if you don't step up. 60% of women say they're now more likely to handle certain chores than their boyfriends or husbands. Okay, and yeah. what's wrong with this so far? <laughs> Nothing Which for chores? the guys. Okay. A 50% say they're actually better at them than the man is at the house. Tori was asking which chores. I've got them coming up, okay? These are the things that uh, men, men chores that women now are more likely to do themselves. All right. Number one thing. Mowing the think? lawn. Nope, not mowing the lawn. My wife mows the lawn now. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know why? Why? She wanted me to start bagging it, and I've always just mowed with it on mulch. And I'm like, I ain't bagging that crap up. <laughs> if you want it bagged, you mow it. And so she did. And I'm like, this was the easiest thing ever. I should have thought of this years ago. You know, you don't look good to other guys. I, I, they I look down on you for this. I don't really <laughs> care. I mowed the lawn. I always mowed the lawn. And I would still mow the lawn, but I ain't bagging it. Okay. Well, that ain't the number one thing. Okay. But uh, and, and that's really not on the list. Awesome. Not a lot of women are actually mowing lawns. So time. I've accomplished something. Yes, you have. Taking mm-hmm. out trash. Uh, not, that's not on here either. Really? Number one thing is changing a light bulb around the house. Really? Yeah. Like, change that light bulb. I have to do that. I did this with our smoke alarm. So mm. he got it down, I put the battery in, but then he left to run errands, so it's sitting there with a battery in, because <laughs> I can't reach and I keep forgetting. So, Aww. you know, pray for that's me. That's why I do the... Uh, the smoke alarms usually too because it's just, he's not tall. Yeah. All right, fixing a leak in the sink or fixing a toilet that won't stop running. Mm. Women are stepping up there. That's one of the top answers. I still do that. I'm gonna need someone to come by and fix my, <laughs> yeah, I know. my toilet. Hey, can some of you ladies help me out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've had a toilet that's making been making noise. Every time you sit on it, it goes. I don't know if it's not level or something, but in the back there's some noise. I could fix that for you. My whistles. <laughs> My friend came over with this. She had her daughter. She goes, Cato, your toilet's whistling. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a pretty new teen, neat tune, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying, actually. I, I could, I don't even, I might could fix a leak if you've got like, is it like a washer you just replace? Probably not. It probably has to do with that little thing that floats in the back and it just needs to be adjusted. 
Oh, okay. Because what's happening is you're sitting on it, it moves a little bit, and the water spills into that little drain thing. Okay. So you just need to lower that level a tiny bit. But I try to do that. I just don't know which button, because I don't know if I'm turning it the right way. Yeah, you got to turn that big round floaty thing. Yeah, but you gotta, I... You got to turn it so that it... You got to unscrew it so that it sticks farther down into the bowl. And if you want to play a prank on somebody at a party, you know what? Pour some Coke in the back of the uh, tank, oh. because it looks weird when... <laughs> comes down mm-hmm. yeah. when you flush it would <laughs> look like oh my gosh <laughs> it's not good for the innards okay <laughs> replacing a broken doorknob or something wrong with the door i do that okay but this is the, what the women are doing the I women know, are doing I'm more saying, of these i still do these okay uh and that's one that you got to tackle because i mean when you do tackle it you go to lowe's or whatever and you see all those fixtures to kind of replace whatever door thing is broken, right? That you got to gut that whole thing before. It's pretty you, easy though, is it? If you just get the whole <laughs> package, it's pretty easy. Okay, patch a hole in the wall. Could you do that, Tori? Um, with are we talking duct tape or? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you just want me to use some fingernail polish over it? Wow, I'll never notice. You do. She said no. Okay. <laughs> uh, my wife will do that sometimes, but I also do it. Well, it's easy now because you just get the little compound and you just wipe it on the hole and whatever. And well, there's different holes and different sizes. Drywalling is what you're basically doing. And I actually do that stuff, but mostly because it will start bothering me before it bothers my husband. We would be living like bachelors if it were just up to him. Okay. Hey. <laughs> we got a small spot. It's probably a little bigger than a quarter. Uh-huh. It's been there for 10 years that we ain't fixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the way I look at it, because I got a couple of holes in my walls, too. From uh, It was a lightsaber fight we had. Wow. And uh, I'm like, you know what? I'll just wait until the kids get grown, because the walls are... And, and the, I don't blame you. Going <laughs> down the stairs, the, they put their hands on the yeah, walls. and it's I, a disaster Constantly. Area. Like, and if you have kids over playing with them, like... Hands off the walls. Hands off the walls. But there's like this black streak now going down my wall. My dog does that. He'll rub his body up against our walls, and our walls are light. And he gets bathed, but it looks like he never does. Yeah, it reminds me of Daisy still on my walls. (laughs) All right. Down below where she just rubbed her eyes on These are the man chores that women are more likely to do themselves nowadays, repainting a room. No. They want to change the color, change it up just a bit. They'll go ahead and repaint it because they probably asked the guy 10 or 11 times, and he's finally like, Yeah, and I, I did a lot of that, but like on the third repaint, I'm like, you're doing it now. If you mm-hmm. wanted a different color than this one. And really, that's how a lot of this starts. We'll ask you to do it, and you'll say, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then six months later, it's still not done, so we just do it. Well, we get tired of you nagging us. <laughs> you say we're going to do it, don't come to us every yeah. six months and bug us. We'll get to it. Trust me, we get tired of having to nag you. Okay, and then hanging pictures. So she'll go ahead and hang the pictures instead of the guys now. A lot of times it takes two people to do that. I will say that's a way to get rid of some of the holes that's in the wall is just hang the picture. Like, <laughs> right over it. Yeah. What are you doing that takes two people? Hanging a picture. Why? Uh, because you got one guy or one girl or guy to eye the, you know, is that straight? Is that where you want it on the wall? Again, you got to step back like 10 feet to make sure it looks good in that place. Yeah, a little higher, a little, nope, too high. Yeah, nope, oh, exactly. Nope, too low. Uh-huh. Well, there's an infomercial of an easy way to hang pictures, and it's the sliding bar, and it's got the uh, little bubble. Yeah. So you can yeah, level the bubble level. Yeah, yeah, you can measure where the holes are supposed to be on the painting, hold it up to the wall, and you press the button, and it pushes the nails into the wall for mm. you. But but you still, you're so close to the wall, you don't know if it's going to look good there. I mean, you got to well, have that person that stands own. back, you know. <laughs> or maybe you could just draw a big square and just step back a couple. <laughs> oh, that looked good right there. Maybe not. First world problems. You think so? I know. Um, 
Okay, and just to let you know, one in four people have actually messed up a chore on purpose just to get out of doing it in the future. That's including 18% of women and 32% of men. I believe my husband wrote in on that one. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure most women, if they ever make your clothes come out pink, they did that on purpose. What do you mean? They're trying to get you to start taking over the laundry. Really? I, I don't know any guys that do laundry except single guys. It doesn't mean the women I didn't do. try. Yeah. Well, you're a single guy. No, 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 no. she said he My, knew people. Yeah. Yeah. A oh, friend of mine and her, her and her husband, they, they he split does the, laundry? the chores. Yeah. He takes care of the laundry. She takes care of the house. I don't mind doing laundry. I'd rather do that than, than dust and vacuum. Guys look down on you. <laughs> you're below me. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, girls, good job taking over all those chores. Yeah. Feel, find me one. feel free to come over. Yeah, help us out. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Hawk, you're very impressed with one of my accomplishments in life. Okay. You are always impressed by how well I've done it reviewing Amazon products. That is, yeah, I see that as an unusual skill, but it's it come in handy a lot of times. I've read uh, Amazon reviews, and I'm reading. I'm like, that's a pretty good review. And at the bottom, it's like Tom Steele. I'm like, I work with that guy. Yeah. yeah. I actually made it into the review program where they have me get products for free, try them out, and then write a review on them. Mm -hmm. And part of that is we have training every now and then. And I was in a thing the other day online where they were showing us good and bad reviews. And I couldn't decide whether this one was a good one or a bad one. But I wanted to share it with you because it had all of us laughing. Okay. Uh, this was a person who was reviewing a collar for your dog, and instead of shocking them when it barks, it sprays a little bit of that citronella scent in their nose. Oh, wow. So they wear this collar, and it has these two little jets that spray towards their nose, and it's an unpleasant smell for the dog, but it doesn't oh, harm them. Bless their hearts. Well, you know what? I have the, like this scented stuff that I spray on Otis. He does not like it at all, and it smells like blueberries. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dogs don't like they the don't smells like, that are strong. Yeah, when you're spraying it on them. So this Why is a review for one of these bark collars. Okay. The person said, I hate the electric zap bark collars, so I purchased the more humane citronella collar. That way, when my dog barked, it would shoot out a blast of citronella under his nose, and the dogs don't like that. This morning, I was getting the collar ready and filled it with the citronella. That's where my morning should have ended, but no, I began to become curious about how the collar worked. <laughs> So I was standing on my back porch and barking at my dog's collar, but nothing was happening. Uh -huh. So I made sure it was turned on, checked the fill level, went through the getting started checklist again, and I barked again, nothing happened. Now, I'm not sure why I had this thought, but I did. I put on the collar. <laughs> I extended the band and fit the box against my throat and barked. Apparently, the collar only works if it feels vibrations, because I immediately received a blast of citronella to the face, which caused me to begin coughing, which caused the collar to squirt more spray into my nose. Now I'm on my hands and knees in my backyard trying to breathe, and to make matters worse, my dog starts barking. So now between me coughing and yelling at the dog to shut up, I've emptied over a dozen blasts of citronella to my face. During all this, I'm trying to undo the collar, which has somehow managed to work its way around the back of my neck, and I cannot find the clip. Mm -hmm. 
to finally get the collar off, and I threw, yes, I threw that thing across the yard as I lay in the grass, sucking in the cool morning air, (laughs) and thinking this was probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. (laughs) When I hear laughter, (laughs) my neighbor saw the whole thing. (laughs) He was laughing so hard he couldn't breathe. Between gasps, he said, I was going to help you come over, but every time I started to climb over the wall, you would set it off again, and I would start laughing <laughs> and I couldn't make it so now not only are my eyes red but my face and ears are too oh, after checking to make sure I was okay he parted ways and I went into shower so I wouldn't be smelling like a tiki torch <laughs> so I learned some lessons don't fill the collar before trying to set it off Remember that your neighbor's not a good source of, of help in a comedy crisis situation. <laughs> but on the plus side, I haven't had any mosquitoes in my yard for a few days. There you go. <laughs> I think that's a good review. Very good. I love it. You know that dog was so happy. He's probably loving it, man. Yeah. Look at him. See how he feels. Thought he was going to get me. Yep. But yeah, that's uh, that's one of those things you just you don't realize and you get in and it just goes haywire. So when you're in the Amazon review group, you guys have like meetings and you guys read these? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. It's fun. <laughs> Sounds like it. They I mean, that was hilarious. Good. They're not all this good, okay. though, but that was funny. Some of them are just like, it's a great product. No, that would be considered a bad review. <laughs> no, it's the one with just a star, and yeah. you don't know why it's just one star. Please explain yourself. I give that review a five star. I agree. Yeah, that was a good mm-hmm. one. Thanks for sharing. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, what do you do when someone's breaking into your house? I know that Tom's had uh, this experience before when he was in college. Someone tried to break into his house. Actually, that was after college. That was in Tampa. Yeah, okay. Well, you were younger at the time. Right. And someone was trying to break into your house, crawling in through the ceiling. And it was technically, it was an apartment. But yes, they were crawling from their apartment through the attic and into how you have that little little thing that slides out of your closet and you can go up in yeah, the attic. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why ours had them. I yeah. guess so that maintenance people could get up there. Or if somebody wanted to steal something from you. Right. <laughs> there ain't no maintenance man that square, that small. <laughs> Those are yeah. small squares. Yeah. They're not yeah. fitting through that. Well, you had that happen, and how did you uh, get rid of them? I had a giant pool cue. <laughs> okay. Like a, a pool stick that you like, play the game pool with. You're like robber uh, corner pocket. So I was standing there as I heard them coming down, and they looked up and saw me with the big... I was kind of standing like I was going to swing a baseball bat, okay. except it was a pool cue. Uh, okay. And they took off back through the attic to their place, and I called 911. The only thing scarier is the technique that you use now, and that's naked guy with a shotgun. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> and pretty scary. I don't even think you need the shotgun. Okay. I just, just have it there as backup. Just naked guy. Yeah. Put your hands behind your back. You know, come your on head in. Right yeah, come on in. It's open. <laughs> That's good stuff. Well, the experts now are saying, or this one expert is saying, you should do this if someone's trying to, you know, break into your house. You should not get quiet and pretend you're not home whenever someone knocks on your door. They want to hit a house that's empty. They want to kick in your door when you're gone, take all your stuff and leave. And it's terrible, but it's way worse if you kick in that door and there you are inside pretending you're not there. Now you're face to face with a criminal. So the vast majority of these burglars tell me they like to hit Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Why? Because they think you're gone. They want an empty house. But they're not sure you're gone, so what do they do? They knock and boom, they kick it. It's called a knock and a kick. 
Let's try to prevent that from happening altogether. So the next time somebody knocks, don't get quiet. Make noise. So make noise is what she wants you to do. That would be awful to kick in your door and I'll sit on the couch eating Cheetos <laughs> going, thought you were a telemarketer, man. Or a, you know, solicitor. But you know what? You think about that and you see it in movies and you know, kids are like, well, shh, be quiet, be quiet. Yeah. Someone's breaking in or, you know, and that's the, I, I see her point there. But okay. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Start banging pots and pans, and then if they like, if they are trying to sell something, well, you're like, I'm just ignoring you. Please okay. go. I don't exactly. You it's know, that weird. Just takes away your ability to deal with telemarketers yeah. on the unlikely chance that they are going to break in. Well, with a telemarketer, a lot of times you can, you know, I, I well, kind of or not I, a telemarketer. I, say, t- I started that. They're uh, not telemarketers. Uh, There's solicitors, solicitors or door-to-door yeah. salesmen. Yeah. Okay. Annoying. A lot of times, <laughs> you know what? You can hide behind the plant and kind of peek out and see who they are, and if they got a clipboard or something. Now robbers could do that trick and. Have have a clipboard before they right. break into your house. I have learned if you just have the phone up to your ear, yeah. you walk the door and say, hang on, yeah, can yeah. I help you? Yeah, okay. And then they start talking and say, well, I'm sorry, I'm on an important phone call right now. Leave me your information. And why don't they ever leave information? It's like, oh, we, we can't, we, the deal only offers if you sign up today. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then it's not a really good deal, <laughs> is it? It would be funny, though, if that phone starts ringing. And you're like, oh, that's my other line. <laughs> and Kato, uh, the reason is because they're never a really good deal. That's why you don't answer in the first place. <laughs> I don't mind talking and letting them go through their 30-minute spiel. I'm, well, wow. nothing I'm having a beer, well, enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, Kato, he's, he wants some friends. I, I got, <laughs> I got <laughs> company. Come on in. I'll make you a sandwich. I'm lonely right now. Let's take a bath and talk about it. You want to? <laughs> oh, so, oh, really? I, I know. I'm Let's like, that's shower, extreme. Shower, man, shower. This lady, I kind of see what she's talking about, though. Robbers trying to, you know, do the whatever, the knock and kick or whatever, and you start making a lot of noise, you turn up the TV or whatever. And I know where she got this idea. I can't wait to hear. Where she got this is when someone is, you know, comes into the restroom while you're doing your business. Like, you always make noise. You want them to know that you're in there. It's like, you know, uh-uh. yeah. You know, when someone walks into the door, you're nope. like, you always go, <clears throat> or you make some kind of noise like that so <laughs> they won't shake the stall door. Oh, that noise. Yeah. It's not sure what you meant or, by that or, at first. Or, 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 <laughs> or you cough. No, you don't make that noise until you hear them leave. Yeah. But I'll raise my legs up so they don't know I'm in there. But they're going to rattle the door handle know, at that it's point. broken. You can't do that with a robber. I do like Forrest Gump. Seats taken. I, <laughs> I do not do that. I always like sniff or, you know, just in make a noise. In the bathroom. Wow. So if I'm doing my business and somebody comes in because I don't want them to knock on the door because that's because oh my god what would happen then it, because it's just awkward it's like come on in yeah everything you've described is awkward <laughs> doors unlocked come on in <laughs> welcome yeah. i would have cleaned up if i'd known you're coming that's one place you don't get the knock and kick <laughs> yeah you don't want that no yeah you'll scare the well yeah mm-hmm. that's a good place to scare that out of you <laughs> So I kind of thought that might be where she got that idea. I could be wrong. I keep a shotgun by my door, and so I don't really worry about the knock and kick. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if they knock and kick, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. I keep my husband near the door, so I don't worry either. He'll handle it. My door's open. Mm -hmm. Come on in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kato's like, I live alone, I really, please. I really, I don't, you can you can have all my furniture. I don't have anything that I'm worried about you taking because I don't, uh, my TV, just don't take my TV. Kato's like, the door was unlocked. Why did you kick it in? Yeah, <laughs> now I'm going to have to get that fixed. Yeah. Take anything you want. I just want some company. Yeah. <laughs> you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, a new poll asked Americans if they think they could actually replicate famous works of art. Okay. I was surprised by the answer. Yeah, me too. If they were given all the necessary materials and had enough time, could they replicate the Michelangelo Statue of David? Which is huge, for one thing. Uh, We've seen that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Well, well, the statue's huge. (laughs) Right, yeah. But, I mean, you stand next to it, it's probably, what, 30 feet high or something? Well, it's on a pedestal, and then, of course, you look up, and you're right there. It's kind of like if you're showering with your dad. You know, you remember that? Remember that? That was not fun. Like, Dad? I've got pictures of Hawk looking at it and staring way too long at the wrong place. That's the whole reason I went there, is to see Michelangelo's work. Because, you know, you hear about it, you see it in books and stuff, and you're like, what would it be like or feel like to actually go see that? Which was surprisingly not much different. The Sistine Chapel, you know, looking up and seeing uh, what he painted on the ceiling. Yeah, you weren't staring at a man's (laughs) you-know-what. Okay. I've always thought art to that level would be amazing, but if I'm honest, things like the Mona Lisa... Meh. Mona Lisa is way overrated. Yeah, so was the Sistine Chapel. Say, no, I was really? like the Sistine Chapel. I had partied all night in Rome. But <laughs> I thought it was going to be bigger. It is really neat. The thing is, it's a lot smaller than you think yeah. it is. The room was packed yeah. with people. Uh-huh. And no photo, no photo. I, mm-hmm. I snapped a picture of it I got somewhere. Well, let's talk about the Statue of David. All right, okay. it, it is big. It's very tall. Again, as Cato <laughs> said, the statue is big. And uh, coincidentally, coincidentally enough... A principal in Florida had to resign last month after students were shown David in the art class. How old were the students? I don't know. I think they were really young. But the parents complained. It, I still think that's dumb, but it wasn't like they were eighth graders. I think they were like, I, I don't remember, was first graders or third graders? Yeah, but wow. still, I, you know what, it's art. We've had I that agree. for centuries. I agree. I'm like, you look at also something Michelangelo painted, and that is where Adam's sitting there naked and God touches his finger to give him life. You know that painting? You're like, you know, you've seen that in school before, too. There were sixth graders. Were they that old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like, I thought they were younger. I'm like, that. that's just, we're going, that's way too that's far. That's crazy. Okay, show them a bowl of fruit. Like, they don't need to look at that. Oh, come on. Have you seen it? Which one? The, the bowl of fruit? <laughs> you know, if you look at the bowl of fruit just right, it kind of looks like David. Oh, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> but, you I know, mean, it's not pornography it's at all. It's really not. No. And from what kids hear on oh, yes, music, exactly. online and movies these YouTube. days. YouTube. And the artists out there that are just being so far that I, it well, shocks me. I, I'm glad I don't have kids The, the, the principal them. has to resign because of that. That's ridiculous. Wow. Now, to be fair, some yeah. details. It yeah. was a private school, not a public school. Mm-hmm. So, so, well, the difference being it's private. not that the government was the one doing <laughs> okay. this. Okay. Private school. I know whisper it to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so yeah. that doesn't make it right, but it doesn't. It's not the same as if a public school teacher was fired for it. Private companies have more ability to do that kind of dumb thing. But there's a lot of art out there. Obviously, we've seen in art class, and you got the art books out there, and. So the, the question for Americans is if they could replicate this famous work of art. 9% of people said they definitely or probably could replicate Michelangelo's 500-year-old David sculpture. For people ages 18 to 29, 21% think they could do it. And then the baby boomers, 1% said they think they could do it. I don't think I could do that, but I'd like to ta- take a chance at Starry Nights. 
This is just a bunch of swirls and yeah. some yellow up in there. I feel like I could handle that. Oh, wow. I bet you couldn't. And when you say <laughs> replicate the statue, yeah, does that like, mean actually carving it or just standing up on a pedestal nude? Well, that's easy. No, they would replicate the statue, yeah, but it's like I the younger couldn't. generation said they could do that. And here's why they think they can do it. I would like to know why you think that. It's the 3D printer. You can replicate anything now with the 3D printer, so yeah. that's what they're thinking about. They're not thinking about taking a chisel and a rock and making the statue exactly. a day. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I could do that with a 3D printer. It's easy. Yeah, well, that doesn't count. Well, I know it doesn't. But I'm saying if they think that. That's... No, I'm, just, I'm being silly. I'm like, because the younger generation would... They, they, they don't even imagine, you know, taking a piece of stone and chiseling it out. But, but over that's time. what I understand. I don't understand how they possibly think they could do that. Well, David was one of the, I guess, least confident ones they think they could do. More Americans believe they could replicate Van Gogh's self-portrait with a straw hat. You've seen that one where he looks like a farmer with a yeah, straw hat. I literally saw it. About two weeks ago. Well, you, you, yeah, you went to Paris. We went to Paris. We yeah. went through uh, Museum d'Orsay, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of his stuff there. And then they said the basket of apples. They think they could replicate that, Tori. So uh, you know what? Him. I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got art training, that stuff ain't easy. Caramel apples are better. Okay. <laughs> and Picasso, pretty much everybody thought they could do that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's an abstract work. I'm like, my kids, you know, some of their kindergarten work on my refrigerator could uh, actually... Be better than that. that, yeah. <laughs> okay. I've been trying to find out, like, none of the stories I've seen uh, say the age of them, which is weird. You the found it right what? away, Kate, at the students. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was right. younger. What did oh, you say? we're going back the there? Article. Yeah, I, I'm looking at them, and the ones I'm finding haven't showed there anything yet. Okay, there's one that says sixth grade. Wow, I just realized I know nothing about art. I thought David was the one where he was pondering. That's Rodin, the thinker. Uh, you know, thinker. you see one guy in stone, you've seen them all. And by the way, I can do that one on the toilet. I call it the stinker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that wow. Tori is thinking the wrong thing the whole time, yeah. but she's very confident. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so are these kids. <laughs> they can do this. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.